those of you who don't know me, I'm Steve Liang. I'm the co-founder and CEO of Real CIQ. And um, I also want to give credit to our team, uh, uh, Shirley. She has spent uh, over 40 hours putting this report together and also our marketing team and account managers team for being here, um, uh, setting this up and bringing this awesome webinar for you. So our agenda today, uh, we're gonna talk about the basic facts and uh, what's the latest news on coronavirus. And then we're gonna dive in <clears throat> and talk about the impacts on our health system and financial system. Uh, then we'll talk about, uh, you know, the past two weeks we have been uh, doing a lot of research and talking to all the market leaders in the real estate investment market. Uh, so we wanna share with you uh, what everyone's thoughts are. Uh, and finally, I wanna talk about how to turn this crisis uh, into an opportunity for real estate investors. And um, if you're a business owner, we also have a bonus a slide for you that talks about how we can turn this into planning. You know, this is actually a, a really interesting opportunity for business owners. This is actually a very interesting opportunity for business owners uh, because we are, um, uh, most of the time we are executing and, and uh, you know, rushing, rushing and trying to do a lot, take a lot of actions. Uh, but most of the time we don't have uh, enough time to uh, do the actual planning. So this is actually a really good opportunity for us to take this time and, um, uh, plan a little bit you know there's again this is an unprecedented historical event uh, and it takes unprecedented uh, efforts to to uh, make things happen okay so let's uh, dive right into it what is coronavirus okay we are called COVID-19 and it is a respiratory illness that can spread from person to person. Uh, and it's special. Uh, and we're going to talk about it, why it's different from common cold and flu. Uh, but symptoms include coughing, fever, shortness of breath, anything that has to do with uh, your lung function, respiratory function. Uh, this can be very severe and it can uh, cause death. So let's take a survey. Okay, we're gonna be uh, taking some surveys uh, during this, this webinar. If you are joining us live on Zoom, uh, we have a survey for you. And you can also type in your questions on the chat window. Uh, if you're joining us live on Facebook, we also wanna encourage you to uh, join us on uh, and, and share your thoughts on, uh, on the chat window uh, on Facebook. So the first question is, how worried are you about the coronavirus from one to 10? One being not worried and 10 being extremely worried. All right, so it uh, looks like uh, we see a lot of uh, threes to sixes. We have some folks uh, saying one, not worried at all. Um, uh, Deborah says five, not worried, but cautious. Kate says, uh, 10, extremely worried, nine, very close to 10. 
James, James Kwong says six from a, a health standpoint and eight from an economic standpoint. Valerie, eight. Miguel, nine. We also have Philip, that's three. So kind of all over the place, we have a different spectrum. And, you know, that's why we're here. Uh, we want to learn everything about uh, the coronavirus and its impacts. Um, and uh, and uh, for those who, who, who are worried, um, we want to, uh, you know, everything is about facts and being rational. And uh, for those of you who are not worried and optimistic, uh, you know, how to take advantage of this opportunity, but also, you know, let's also make it, make sure we take it seriously. Okay, next question. Why are you here today? So we're gonna go from one to A to E. A is to learn about the health impacts. B, learning about financial impacts. This is a multiple choice. You can have more than one. C, learn about real estate investment impacts. And D, learning how to take advantage of the opportunity. And E, all of the above. So let's see, we have um, C and Ds and E's. Okay, so a lot of folks are interested in learning about the real estate investment impacts and taking advantage of the opportunity. I can see that uh, our crowd are uh, investors, real estate investors, <laughs> because you know, that's what we do. We are always uh, looking at uh, any kind of potential crisis or any kind of threat uh, and turning that into an opportunity. A lot of C's and D's and E's. Uh, Deborah says B, you know, financial impact is also very important for us as real estate investors because uh, the general uh, economics landscape is also going to affect us. Okay, thank you for sharing. Let me see what else we got here. Okay, we got another E from Jim. So let's talk about the facts, okay? COVID-19 has been labeled a pandemic on March 11th. We started following uh, COVID, you know, ever since from the beginning, uh, about I think the 10th, March 10th was when we started uh, accumulating research uh, on COVID-19. And what we are uh, realizing is that, man, things change every single day. There are so many updates out there. Uh, if you follow the news, uh, there are so many uh, speculation, you know, that the, the government is uh, pushing different bills with different um, economic stimulus. Uh, so there's, you know, a lot, a lot of things going on. Uh, I would recommend that if you're constantly checking the news, always uh, be um, uh, kind of stay neutral, you know, check the neutral website. And also, uh, if you're going to look at uh, one uh one news site let's say you look at cnn make sure you also balance it with you know, fox news and vice versa you know always you know take a look at um uh the narratives on both sites i think that's very important uh so going back to the coronavirus the incubation uh kind of the the really interesting part is that it it can stay uh, around for 14 days so you're not going to see any symptom for up to two weeks and the death rate is much higher. You know, it's 3.4% uh, as of March 3rd. The dangerous part is that the virus can live uh, without the host can, and live in the air for up to three hours. And it can uh, last on certain services for up to three days. And there's no official vaccine yet on this particular uh, disease. So, the, so some similarities and difference between 
the coronavirus and the flu and cold is that uh, they both have uh, very similar symptoms. You know, fever, cough, body ache, fatigue, sometimes uh, vomiting and diarrhea. Um, both can be spread uh, through droplets. You know, if somebody coughs or sneezes, uh, and if you uh, inhale that droplet, you can get the disease. And both can be prevented by washing your hands, coughing into the crook of your elbow, and, um, you know, self-quarantining, basically. And here are the differences. Um, coronavirus is based on, it's caused by one virus. It's a, it's a new, uh, time, new type of virus. Whereas flu and cold are several different types of uh, strain of uh, viruses. Uh, the second one is that COVID is airborne. You know, it doesn't need to uh, be, uh, I guess, uh, residing in droplets of water uh, uh, for it to spread. And also that there's no vaccine available. So kind of scary. We've been keeping track of these data uh, since March 10th. And the numbers are just astounding. You know, the, uh, we're looking at uh, basically exponential growth uh, right now in terms of the number of infection cases in the United States. Uh, we're also keeping track of the cases in different countries. Um, it's looking like, uh, you know, I don't know if we have the chart uh, here, but it's looking like in China because of the extreme measures that they're doing for uh, quarantining and uh, lockdown. Uh, they are able to contain the, the, the disease a little bit. Uh, Italy is also taking very extreme measures. Uh, and in the United States, you know, the, the uh, California is also, also starting to take more extreme uh, measures on uh, containing this virus. Uh, but as of today, uh, we have over 14,000 uh, infection cases in the United States. And the death uh, toll has surpassed 200. And I think even two days ago, I think we were just looking at uh, going over 100. So uh, the general um, view uh, is that it's going to get worse before it gets a little bit better. So please be careful. The trend in the United States, uh, these are the numbers. And, you know, a lot of people don't look, uh, if you look at the news, I think, the majority uh, of the news is about how serious the virus is, but um, they don't really talk about the number of recover cases. So uh, we also want to pay attention that uh, there are uh, a lot of folks that are being recovered uh, as well. If you look at the chart on the left, the dark red is are the states that have uh, a lot of cases. Um, maybe I can do a little impromptu uh, uh, poll here. Uh, where is everybody at? What state are you in? Could you share that on the chat window? Texas, 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 a lot of Texas. Fantastic, anyone from our state? So Texas, we are also looking at uh, a growing number of cases. Thank you, thank you for sharing. Okay, next. So the latest news, right? Uh, we're seeing a lot of celebrities uh, uh, announcing that they are being uh, tested and they tested positive for coronavirus. We have a couple of famous actors 
uh, and the NBA has been on uh, lockdown. Uh, you know, aside from Kevin Durant, there's also uh, a couple of jazz players, uh, jazz team players, and um, I think there's another team where uh, they have a couple of uh, players that tested positive. So, you know, whenever a celebrity, something happens to a celebrity, uh, the key here is everybody knows about it. Um, and it tends to get uh, exaggerated a little bit because it gets a lot of attention. So it's all about facts, right? Another thing is that, you know, anybody recently went to the grocery store, you know, food is out, toilet paper especially is out. Um, I think there's a lot of uh, uh, first world fear is that, you know, and it's, it's, a true, it's a true fear, you know, when you're, if you're out of toilet paper, what are you gonna do? Uh, but there's also no use having too much toilet paper either. These are the, the uh, groceries, the food shelves, in typical stores, you know, everything seems to be running out. So what should we do? You know, when we're seeing all these uh, phenomena that's happening uh, in our society, uh, you know, please note that this is a unprecedented uh, event. Um, a lot of folks call it the black swan event. Make sure you protect yourself and your family. Uh, we see a lot of young folks, maybe they don't care about uh, catching the virus as much uh, because when you're young, you, you, you feel more uh, invincible, uh, but you, know, you don't want to uh, bring the, the disease back to your family. Uh, and especially when you have young kids and elderly uh, at home. Uh, and the key here is staying rational, you know, learn about the facts, and always think long-term, you know, um, the precise time uh, when everybody is thinking short-term, you know, all the basic necessities, uh, everyone's worrying about what's gonna happen tomorrow, uh, is actually the precise time uh, for us to think long-term, you know, always go a little bit contrarian because that's where all the opportunities align at. Okay, so protecting yourself, uh, these are the information that we get from, um, uh, one of the official websites. Uh, I think it's either John Hopkins or CDC. Uh, wash your hands more than 20 seconds. You guys probably have uh, seen those precautions uh, on the news. When you sneeze, sneeze into a tissue. Don't touch your eyes. Uh, stay away from people that are sick or sneezing. Stay at home. Clean the surfaces. Uh, and only wear a mask if you either are exhibiting the symptoms uh, or if you are taking care of someone that have those symptoms. This Hopkins medicine. A uh, couple of things that we want to pay attention to. Uh, number one is uh, social distancing. Uh, try to stay more than six feet away from uh, somebody around you. And uh, the reason we want to do that uh, is called flattening the curve. So if you look at the, uh, the dotted curve is Technic, uh, typically what happens when you have uh, a uh, infectious disease uh, being, if there's no measure being taken, there's always gonna be a spike. And the orange curve is the treatment uh, facility or treatment capacity in any society. So if there's a big peak and there's not enough capacity to, tr to treat these cases, a lot of folks are gonna get un, uh, end up being untreated. So it's about uh, flattening the curve, delaying the, the, in, uh, the rate of infection uh, within our society, 
uh, and it's also going to uh, help not overload our healthcare system. So we all have a part uh, to play here. So stay away from, I guess, stay away from people, work from home. Uh, be extra careful if you have seniors and young kids at home, you know, uh, even if you're gonna be okay, uh, you may bring uh, the virus back uh, and uh, infect someone, somebody you love. So be extra careful. And there's plenty of food and toilet paper in the United States, right? Uh, the, the toilet papers are being manufactured in the States. Uh, so we don't need to be afraid of shortages, you know, being affected, I guess, um, uh, I guess the supply being affected by the global supply chain. Uh, and there's actually plenty of food uh, being prepared for the Memorial Day uh, holiday. So there's plenty of food in the United States. Uh, also, the Federal Reserve has uh, slashed the rate to near 0% uh, as a measure to counter uh, the potential economic effects uh, of the coronavirus. Uh, there's so many things going on. Uh, and again, you know, things change every day. Um, but the city is basically, or the entire uh, nation is essentially on lockdown. Um, not a lot of spending is going on. Uh, but the good thing is that uh, the Fed and our government are, are taking measures, you know, and there's two, uh, two different views on this, you know, the pessimistic uh, view is that, you know, man, they already slashed to near zero. What else can they do if something uh, else happens? If, you know, uh, um, uh, the economic downturn comes, down, comes in and it's actually worse, what are some additional measures? Uh, and the optimistic view is that, hey, look, you know, uh, the, the Fed and the government, we're actually taking uh, this very seriously. They're taking uh, a lot of big uh, measures on uh, to counter this effect. Uh, so, you know, and, you know, my take on this is, you know, we can worry about uh, many things that uh, we cannot control, uh, but that actually does us no good. It's uh, about, you know, worrying about, uh, and planning and thinking what we can do on our end uh, and how we can uh, take control of the situation uh, on the things that we can control. So these are a couple of uh, measures that are being taken. Um, there are bills uh, that are being uh, discussed and uh, being passed in, in various stages about sending $1,000 checks for, uh, for every American, 3,000 for a family of four, there have been talks about uh, bailout packages for the, the travel and uh, airline industry, aids for small businesses. Um, uh, there's a 90-day tax extension. And also foreclosure and evictions are being suspended uh, for a lot of the cities uh, right now. I think um, uh, it could be in the United States. I'm, I, I, have to, I have to fact check. Before I say, before I, uh, before I'm, uh, I'm a hundred percent sure about that that bullet. Uh, and you know, to think, you know, to encourage everyone to think long term, let's take a look at the history. Uh, we got two cases here uh, in recent history. One is the Spanish flu uh, back in 1918, uh, and the next chart is the uh, a chart about Ebola. Uh, back in 2019, excuse me, 2013. Uh, and you can see that uh, on the left, 
there is a per capita death in the UK. So the red part is when uh, there is uh, the uncertainty, right? We see a big spike up on death, death rate. Uh, and the green part is when uh, things start uh, getting a little more predictable. It starts coming down. Uh, and you can see how it affects the stock market. You know, today we're seeing a lot of ups and downs in the stock market. Uh, and I think and whenever there's an uncertainty uh, happening, there's always uh, going to be that uh, volatility. And uh, if you look at the, you know, uh, how the stock market performs after uh, everything comes into perspective and under control, uh, uh, I think I read somewhere that there's actually a, a pretty good net gain, about 12 points uh, of on the, on the index value. Okay, so this is the Spanish flu. The next one is the uh, Ebola. Again, you know, you can see the rise of uh, Ebola cases in West Africa uh, back in, uh, it started in 2013, uh, 2013 through 2016. Uh, and you also see that the stock market is also, you know, uh, there's a lot of volatility uh, until uh, we start seeing the, the cases uh, being under control and we start seeing a steady rise of the stock market. So the bottom line is, let's stay rational and think long-term, you know, don't make any rash decisions. Make sure you make smart and rational decisions. And when most people are thinking short-term, uh, like the toilet paper and, and the food and basics, and you know, those are the things that we all need to be thinking about. Uh, make sure that we have uh, everything in place uh, to get through the next four to six, four to eight weeks. Um, but, you know, again, uh, there's plenty of food, plenty of toilet paper. Uh, it, it is actually precisely a time to think and work on our long term. Okay, uh, let's, let's take, uh, take some time and uh, answer this survey question. What is your sentiment towards the United States economy in the short term? We have optimistic, neutral, pessimistic, and not sure. We have uh, some not sures. We have, uh, we have, let's see. We have one, we have uh, pessimistic, we have uh, optimistic, we have some neutral. Uh, I think, you know, kind of looking at the percentages, we have about, you know, it's kind of split. We have about uh, 20, 25 to 30% uh, that's pessimistic. Same for optimistic. Same for neutral and couple of, I'm not sure, it's about, it's pretty split. Uh, Robert Haley says, short-term pessimistic, consumer uncertainty, staying at home, nobody's spending, people are fearful of losing their jobs. Okay, so um, uh, let's stop there and, uh, and face this one about long-term. I know some of you have already answered uh, long-term. Uh, what what's your sentiment uh, towards the United States economy for long-term? So here we have a lot more people being optimistic. 
I would say about uh, 90% are very optimistic about our long-term future. Uh, some pessimistic. Thank you, thank you for sharing. All right, let's move on. So let's move on to the kind of the financial side and the financial uh, impact. Uh, if you look at the travel sales in, in these uh, industries, hotel and uh, airline, cruise line industries, look at the, the dates on the left, moving all the way to the right, uh, and there's a, uh, a steady and actually a sharp drop uh, towards the end of February and beginning of March. Um, so the uh, airlines, hotels, and travel industry are, are heavily impacted. Um, we also see that the basic uh, needs, uh, essentials, uh, they are actually posting uh, really good profits. I think I read somewhere, uh, and we don't have it here, I read somewhere that uh, Trader Joe's is offering bonuses to their employees for, you know, uh, all the uh, hard work that they have to put in to keep the keep the keep the stores stocked, well stocked. The Trader Joe's next to my house, uh, apparently they're they're shipping in two trailers of uh, uh, supplies every day, seven days a week, uh, and towards the end of the day, everything runs out. It's it's uh, I think the consumer spending has been focused on you know making sure. The necessities are taken care of. We also see that uh, the technology and uh, tech marketing spending has uh, been going up um, a lot of companies because uh, uh, the events uh, side of marketing is, you know, uh, I guess a no, it's, it's non-existent. Uh, so a lot of companies are shifting their spending for online and investing in technologies. Unemployment. Uh, oh, we have a um, we have uh, some comment from Terry. Terry Haley. Lots of places are uh, doing that. Amazon is hiring a hundred thousand people. They're raising drivers rate by two dollars an hour nationwide. Wow! Thank you for sharing. Unemployment. Uh, there are seventy thousand more jobless claims last week than the first week of March. So there's a pretty big jump. And the United States is projected to lose 4.6 million travel-related jobs this year uh, due to the outbreak. The short-term volatility of Dow Jones. Uh, and, you know, the key here is that it's all about diversification. You know, uh, we're talking about uh, uh, having your assets spread in different categories. You know, stock is volatile. Uh, and a lot of folks are going to move their, their investment to bonds. There's also private equity and uh, real estate, which is, I believe, why most of us are here. Let's start diving into real estate. So real estate impacts. We see foreign investors are uh, piling into the United States market. Uh, rental property trading website Roofstock has seen a big uh, jump in on their sites from foreign investors. 500% increase in Asia, uh, about 400, 
in Germany, uh, down to you know 100% increase from UK. And then uh, the website showing time is also seeing showing that that um, the showing, which is the orange line uh, of 2020, has uh, drastically uh, decreased. Big drop from uh, from the 2019 weekly average. And I think there's actually you know you know the way to do showing is virtual showing. Uh, Fed interest rate is near zero percent. Mortgage rate is at a three-year low. A lot of demands right now. Uh, so here are some of the sentiments uh, and uh, what, what's on words on the street, I guess, uh, for on the real estate investment impact and uh, Yardi Matrix, which is a, a commercial real estate data company, says that most real estate investors are poised to sustain their operations. Uh, and they may see an investment opportunity and that the United States economy will experience a technical recession. Uh, from bigger pockets, you know, the prediction is limited short-term impact, uh, wait and see. I also posted these questions on uh, Facebook and LinkedIn um, and kind of the, the general uh, feedback from the practitioners on out there is, um, you know, Airbnb short-term rental is going to get impacted. So there's a loss of cash flow, uh, foreclosures getting delayed. New newbie investors will flood the market. Um, and I, you know, we don't have have the screenshot here, but uh, this was before. Uh, the lockdown is that networking events are not going to happen. You know, everyone's staying at home. Uh, Michael here says that the economy will be affected uh, where people are going to lose jobs and homes will be lost to foreclosure. Investors will find some good deals. We have a couple more from the market leaders out here. Kathy Crow uh, from Investor Deals. You know, market will slow down and the prices will drop, you know, due to the unemployment. And now is the best time to uh, build your business and expand your knowledge. HD from Real Acquisitions uh, says that buyers and sellers, they're all spooked. Seasoned wholesalers are poised to pick up their marketing and lock in more deals. Banks are going to announce forbearance programs. Uh, we might be looking at negative interest rate in 2020. West Texas, which is, uh, you know, kind of the gas and oil uh, area, they may be uh, experiencing a hard time in the near future. Uh, Nathan Long from Quest Trust. Uh, folks are moving money from their self-directed IRA and, and moving it to trade custodians because stocks are cheap. It's also volatile. Uh, but uh, that movement may dry up some of the private money. Just something to keep in mind. Uh, Eddie Speed from Note School. The long term is going to be great for raising expensive capital. The short term is not good. And then we have uh, Prop Modo. 
you know, I think this captures it uh, the most that the world seems to be moving so fast uh, that we're struggling to keep it up to date. You know, like we are looking at and keeping this uh, report uh, as updated as possible, keeping track of everything. Uh, but it's really seriously moving so fast. Uh, and really the general consensus is that for short term, you know, mixed views, some people think it's gonna be bad. Some people are, are still quite optimistic, just like our survey that we have here. Uh, but long-term is that there's a lot of opportunities for long-term players. And think about this, um, there's going to be, you know, the death rate uh, for the coronavirus is so high, there's gonna be, uh, uh, I guess, a jump in death cases uh, due to this disease. Uh, there's gonna be unemployment. And I think all those can lead to uh, potential opportunities for investors that are uh, looking into investing in, uh, in housing and properties. Okay, so I want to ask this survey question. Let's see uh, what's what everyone is thinking. Uh, I plan to invest in real estate in the next week, within the next three months, or this year, or not sure. Okay, let's see. We have a comments here. A lot of folks are next week are saying next week. These must be uh, the practitioners. You know your you're doing this, uh, you know, you already have an operation going. It's about, you know, keep finding the deals and uh, flipping the deals and keep making the deals. Philip says, I will double our marketing. S. Wilson says, no time like the present. A lot of folks are also saying this year as the deals come. We also see ASAP within the next two, three months. And Larry says, it depends on the deals that I see. So cool, again, we have a, a very interesting mix of uh, responses in our attendees. And, you know, truly, this is uh, something that um, uh, anybody's bet is also a good, is either a good bet or a, a bad bet. It, it's, um, it's hard to predict, uh, but I think, you know, if you are uh, actively investing in real estate, uh, you know, the show must go on. You got to keep moving. You got to keep uh, operations going. And we're actually going to have some actionable advice for you on what to do next. A lot of folks say this year, you know, in every crisis, there is opportunity, right? We're going to see a, uh, uh, we, we do uh, foresee that the, the pricing of housing is going to drop um, and that's going to present opportunities for the, the real estate investors that have a long-term mindset. Uh, and this is the best time to take massive, massive action. So a couple of tips for investors is number one, you know, take the time to observe. This is a historical event. You know, when I go out and I go to grocery stores and I see how people behave, uh, it's actually a very interesting social experiment uh, to kind of see how uh, different people behave and how different people uh, carry themselves. Uh, keep learning. You know, the learning never ends. There are plenty of webinars out there. 
we offer a lot of webinars. We actually, uh, our, our plan is to move our, we have already moved our, our events to uh, online and offer more and more webinars. Uh, and the next step is to partner with uh, market leaders uh, to offer uh, more webinars to you. Um, uh, you know, I guess uh, we, as Real Estate IQ, we have already put together all these online uh, resources. Uh, we also want to share it with the, uh, with the community and we want to offer more information and more education online. Take this time, you know, uh, business is going to slow, to be kind of slow in the next, uh, uh, in the next uh, four to six, four to eight weeks. Uh, but there's still a lot of people that are, that are working their butt off, they're making things happen, you know, so are we. Uh, remote books, there's plenty of books, plenty of educations to do. We're actually planning a book club meeting starting next Friday. Uh, and we're, uh, the theme is successful people's habit. Uh, and we think that, you know, a lot of successful people, uh, one of the biggest, uh, the best habit that they have is actually reading. Um, on NPR, there has been a, a guest, you know, he was, he, he says, and I'm kind of paraphrasing, I can't quote him, is that um, life is really hard until you start reading and the more books you read, uh, the easier life becomes. Uh, and this year, I think he says he's going to read over 100 books uh, this year. And I tried it, uh, and I don't think that's feasible for this year. Uh, I'm going to shoot for uh, reading one book a week. Uh, but man, 100 books for the year is like, wow, made some major effort. Uh, uh, but, you know, we also see a lot of successful people. They, they read a lot of books. So we want to start encouraging that behavior in our community. Uh, and we want to start organizing a book club and uh, I'll also uh, share with you what book we're going to read, you know, and practice, you know, do a lot of practice. If you're on the outside looking in, especially uh, for those that are planning to invest in the next three months or this year, um, there's a lot of practice that you can do, a lot of learning you can do. And one of the key uh, uh, tip from uh, folks that have been successful in business is, you know, during a time like this, always, always, always double down on your lead. You know, a lot, of them, a lot of folks would be thinking about, you know, shrinking costs and cutting everything. Uh, and they may be thinking about decreasing and cutting their marketing. But that's actually not good because at a time like this, it's precisely the time that we need to uh, be spending more on marketing and farm more and double down on the leads uh, so that uh, as, a, as a business, you can come out ahead. Uh, so when this crisis is over, which is, um, we are assuming it's, it's short term, uh, when we come out of this crisis, uh, it's going, you know, you are very, very well positioned to, uh, to take advantage of all that investment that you have been making uh, during this downturn when other people are not doing anything or cutting back, uh, you know, at a time like this, this is actually the, the precise time uh, to put yourself in a really good position uh, to take advantage of uh, this opportunity, this crisis. Uh, so another survey question, I plan to start learning and practicing real estate investing. And this is for the folks that, uh, uh, well, I guess we also have a choice here. I'm already an expert. So let's hear from everybody. I want to start learning and practicing real estate investing now. You are uh, just learning, we don't know yet. 
now or this month or this year uh, or if you're already an expert then you're kind of uh, poised to uh, make this happen already experienced yesterday JV says yesterday I like that which says always learning uh, I think we kind of have 50 50 some says now or yesterday uh, and half says hey I'm already uh, very experienced here um, and I'm ready to take advantage of this right? and especially uh, for those who are uh, in business uh, make sure you know we got the bonus uh, slide for you on what you're supposed to do I just uh, got out got back from uh, a coaching session with our business coach and uh, these are some of the tips that uh, we gather from the session and I want to share this with uh, uh, somebody says, Trump has said that there are no more foreclosures or evictions in March or in April. Uh, and if you do more marketing right now, how does it help? Uh, so the truth is, you know, the in terms of motivate sellers, foreclosures and evictions, it's just uh, one portion of it. Uh, you may want to, uh, yeah, and uh, Larry says that the comments on the HUD only. And then also, you know, there's plenty and plenty different types of motivated sellers. Um, I, we don't have the chart here, but there's, there's so many different types. There's probably over at least 15 types of motivated sellers. Uh, and, and now I feel like, oh, maybe we wanna do a little pie chart to see what the different percentages of the different uh, motivated sellers. So to recap, you know, take it seriously, make sure you protect yourself and your family, uh, stay rational, think long-term, uh, consider the health impacts, financial impacts. Uh, we also talked about the real estate investment impacts and uh, also uh, the, all the tips for business owners is coming up. So what are the top three things that you have learned today? One and two, take it seriously, think long-term. Uh, I should have bought a put option before February 24th. Yeah, I, I know, I guess. Uh, you know, hindsight, hindsight is 2020. Double on marketing. Looking forward to lower process and uh, increased need for cash buyers. Lydia says, still waiting to learn what the opportunities are. Um, I guess uh, uh, here, this is the time. I think the, the, the most, the biggest uh, opportunity is the timing. If we can put this in uh, looking, look at this from a long-term uh, perspective. There is a, a very big uh, opportunity just by uh, doing this now, right? And having a long-term mindset. And uh, I, uh, Terry said, is, is right, you know, there's a lot of fear in the market and fear brings opportunities. A lot of people are very short-term uh, minded. Uh, and I think uh, I read somewhere that it is actually one of our human nature uh, that we are very myopic in our perspective. And so the more long-term we think, uh, uh, the more we're going to take advantage of the opportunities that are going to be presented uh, by people that are acting uh, short-term. Humberto, real estate investment for long-term. It's going to be more successful. 
Uh, Larry's uh, is confirmed dramatic showing drop that you have seen. Don't be scared. Think long term. Take advantage of the time to learn and ramp up marketing. Switch Airbnb to long term rather than short term. Uh, Kate says, don't let Corona stop you from making business. Uh, so uh, our marketing team has uh, put up some of these and just to also uh, share with you, we practice what we preach. Uh, we want to share with you uh, some of the, the, uh, the offerings that we have uh, at Real Estate IQ and we also have a special for you. Uh, and then we'll jump into what we're supposed to do uh, as business owners, all the tips that we should be uh, practicing on. I'm here with Jordan at the uh, Drain event, and Jordan just told me he found a lot of success with Real Estate IQ. So, Jordan, yeah. tell us more. So, what we did, we actually took all the data that you was giving us for the low monthly subscription. We took all of that, and what we do is we actually go skip tracing and find deals. This month alone, we closed on two deals that actually came from Real Estate IQ. One was for uh, Fifty-five thousand. The other one was by eight grand. So hey, we're rocking and rolling. Oh wow! So how much? Uh, how much have you made with the system so far? Uh, a lot of money. A, a lot, lot of, money. of money. Even if I didn't make it, I saved it because I had to drop everybody else that I was getting my <laughs> data from. Because you just offered the most bang for your buck for sure. Yeah. Fantastic, fantastic. And we're looking for more future success from you, Jordan. Thank you so much. No problem. If you want to learn how to analyze deals just like us, make sure you check out this webinar on how to run comps. The link is below. We'll also introduce you to you this new tool called FastCMA, which is a high-end professional comps tool uh, that allows you to pull comps and analyze comps uh, just like the experts. Make sure you check it out. Uh, so a couple of uh, tools to help you take massive action. If you're not a client yet, you can use our tools online. There's no need to go outside. You know, everything is technology, so you can practice with the deal analysis tool. It's only 15 bucks a month. Uh, and for the practitioners, you know, it's all about doubling down your needs. So we have a very cool special time special offer for you. 40% 40 40 off for all plans. If you sign up for uh, a year, you can save half. So that's ginormous. We want to uh, invest in your success. Uh, especially at, at this time, uh, as you, you know, keep practicing on increasing your marketing, we are also uh, increasing our marketing. Um, uh, we want to give you a really good offer, so you can take advantage of this time. To get started, a couple of options. You can uh, call this number, the 844 number, or go to the link to request a demo or use the chat window to see a demo. If you're joining us on Facebook Live, that's also a really good time. Uh, feel free to use the chat window there too. Uh, and Real Estate IQ is going national. Uh, we want to continue our expansion and the, the method that we're using is crowdfunding. Uh, and you know, we have a way for you to participate in, uh, in the uh, expansion. So if you're interested, go ahead and uh, use this link uh, Shirley, if you could please help me uh, uh, type this link, excuse me, to the chat window uh, for those who are interested in uh, learning more. 
we want to go national, bring our tool national, uh, and most importantly, um, uh, uh, you know, offer you know everything that we offer, education, everything that we have in the platform, all the resources uh, to everyone uh, nationwide. There's no reason uh, we should be just in uh, three states. Uh, actually, uh, this year we are we're planning to be in ten more markets. So you can uh, help us expand and participate in the uh, in the growth. Uh, our book club. We're gonna meet every Friday and read a chapter per day. It's going to be run by uh, Mr. Brent Mott. Uh, we want to uh, invite you to join us uh, in the same in the same uh, 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 webinar link here to join us. We're gonna be discussing mastery, what it takes to become a master. You know, when, uh, when it comes to real estate investments or uh, any kind of uh, ex uh, expertise you do. The key here is that uh, to become a master in anything, right, and make big, big, big bucks, uh, it's about tons and tons and tons of, you guess it, it's practice, right? So we, uh, 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 we start with being an apprentice and learning from the people, the masters that already know how to do it, and we learn, 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 learn to a point where we can become practitioners ourselves. And when we have a lot of that knowledge from the apprentice days, we can now start creating based on the knowledge that we have. And when you have done enough creation and you also have a lot of different discipline uh, that you are also good at, you can merge all that together. And over time, you will become a master uh, yourself. So that's kind of the gist. And there's a lot of uh, evolutionary theory uh, that supports that. Uh, uh, that concept uh, and a lot of things in this book. I really like this book. I'm only about uh, halfway in uh, and we really recommend this book for anybody that wants to achieve mastery uh, in your business uh, or any craft and art that you do. One chapter a week, sorry. One chapter a week. We're going to discuss one chapter per week. Um, and follow on with the book club. We are also going to uh, do a 30-minute segment on successful people habits. Again, it's the same webinar link. We're going to talk about the, the habits of working from home. Uh, there's a, you know, our organization is a, a remote work organization. We've been done, we've been doing this for years. Uh, and there's a lot of tips and tricks. And we're also doing a lot of research gathering uh, information on all the things that we should be doing uh, to be very effective uh, at home and not get distracted, uh, not not have uh, not experience a lot of distractions. So if you want to share your uh, comments, share your practices, feel free to direct message me on Facebook or LinkedIn, and we'll gather all your information and share it with everybody. Okay, now it's time to talk about what we should be doing as business owners, okay? And these are the key ones that I have, uh, uh, key notes I have taken for uh, real estate investors. The first one is communicate. Communicate, communicate, communicate. If you have a team, uh, if you have uh, folks that you are, are currently doing deals with, make sure you communicate with them uh, any changes or anything that uh, you're making for your business, you know, there's, this is the precise time to over communicate. Uh, the second note is uh, being positive. Uh, you know, in at uncertain times, uh, it's very easy to get into panic mode. 
Uh, and it's very important that we are positive about the future uh, and we are setting ourselves up and positioning your business uh, for this, uh, uh, this uncertainty time. You know, I really see that this is a really good opportunity to position yourself to take advantage of things, uh, all the opportunities that are going to come uh, open up uh, as time goes on. Uh, we're also going to keep track of uh, the, uh, this coronavirus trend. Um, and as uh, new things are happening, we will also be uh, sharing uh, these updates with you. Uh, if there are new opportunities opening up, uh, we will also be sharing these opportunities with you. Uh, number three, know your cycles. So the economy always goes through cycles. You know, the, uh, whenever there's enough good time, there's always gonna be bad time coming. Uh, this this uh, coronavirus just kind of happens to, uh, to kind of trigger a lot of the events that a lot of folks has been anticipating. But what, whatever comes up must come down and whatever comes down must come up. It's all about adopting the change. Uh, at this time, uh, th when things are a little bit slower, it's the precise time to hustle and work harder. You know, do more. It's about giving 10x action, doing 10 times more than your competition. Uh, cut spending. You know, there are uh, potential operational costs that you want to look at. Uh, trim the fat and position yourself really well uh, for this downturn. Uh, extend your credit. It's very important to uh, to have uh, to work on your working capital. You might need to consider staffing cuts and changes. Uh, and lastly, is to increase uh, spending. It's all about increased spending. You know, this is actually a really good time uh, around we're around the end of March now uh, for you to start thinking. Hey, what am I gonna do in the next quarter? Start thinking about it not uh, by weeks or days or months. Start, think, start thinking and start planning by the quarter. Uh, you, can, you, can, you have 10 days to plan what you're gonna do and achieve in the second quarter of 2020. Uh, so what we are doing is that we're setting our top five goals, right? So um, a couple of concepts here is number one, it's about having a, a, a very strong set of focus that you want to work on on your business so that you can achieve those uh, in those quarters so I, our recommendation is to pick uh, five most important goals for you to focus on in the next quarter and focus on those uh, and within those uh, five goals and every quarter there are 13 weeks and what you want to do is to plan uh, to accomplish uh, several of those goals or work on those kind of big quarterly goals within those 13 weeks and plan that, put that in place. So now you have a weekly focus. You're very, very extremely focused on putting those uh, systems and processes in place for your business. Okay, again, this is the precise time when we are working from home and we don't have a lot of conflicting priorities, not, not a lot of fires to that needs to be put out, this is the, the precise time to work on your business and put the systems and processes in place. For webinar schedules, follow us at our official social media accounts or visit us at www.realestateiq.co.